lights and stiff drinks, the dive bars of Seattle. We are the podcast that takes a look at all the different dive bars, historic taverns, and interesting drinking establishments here in the local area. But we're not just talking about these places in the quiet confines of some home studio somewhere. Nope. Nope. We're nope. actually visiting these places and recording each episode live on location. In this podcast, we visit the places where bad decisions and future regrets are made, so you don't have to. For this episode, we are here at the old Fifth Avenue Tavern, which is, uh, which neighborhood is this? Is this Maple, Maple Leaf. Leaf? Maple Leaf, that's what I thought. This is our first uh, foray into Maple Leaf, right? Yes. We've never been here before? No, hello. welcome Maple Leaf. Welcome Maple Leaf, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely a cool place. Uh, I've been here before, but we were just talking, this is the first time for all you guys? Yes, first, yes, for first me. time. Yep. Yep. Well, before we get into the history of this place, uh, I'd like to introduce the crew. Uh, sitting across from me is the man himself, our producer, the main, the man who makes everything tick, Bob Trombley. How you doing, Bob? Hey, now doing good. Thanks, Brad. And then, of course, my two co-hosts, Lou and Jeremy. Hey, oh. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good, and I'm re- really happy to be here tonight because I've. Uh... I always like those episodes we do for those bars that I've driven by it a couple hundred times, mm-hmm. but I've never gone in. Yeah. This is one of those for me. This is one of you. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is a arterial cut for me to Northgate. Okay. Points North. You know, so I've I, seen I, it a million times, but never came in. I think I'm going with, um, I'm rolling with MC Obscure. MC Obscure. <laughs> yeah. yeah and we'll, this we'll, is a reference we'll, to their tap list. What? Oh. Yeah, no, 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 well, 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 man. Come well, on. Well, we'll come on. on that's segment. right. We'll get okay. back to that. Mum story. Okay. Yeah, some, uh, some, it was pretty cool this weekend. I hung out with John Keister from Almost Live. Whoa. He was interviewing him for a um, magazine profile I'm doing of him. But I'm bringing him up. I was up. hanging out with Elon Musk yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was hanging out with Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> well, it was cool, though, because he knew about our podcast. Whoa, he was Yeah, he it. mentioned that's, that's why I'm bringing him up, because uh, he was like, yeah, you, you do that dive bar podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah, so... Anyway, I, I talked a, a little plug, bit about Keister. it. Did you talk to him about giving us a, the Keister Well, plug? I think he might. I might try to get him on one of our episodes. Yeah. Okay. He lives in Seward Park. And there's a couple kind of divey places not too far from there. Definitely. So. And, you know, he's old school Seattle. He was born and raised in Seattle. You talk about right. any of them. Yeah, yeah, bars. yeah. So he, you know. He knows his dives. Maybe he could do a John report for Dim Light. How cool would that be? <laughs> That'd be awesome. How awesome would that be? <laughs> so anyway, I thought you guys would uh, appreciate that. Yeah, that's awesome. Love it. Well, so like I said, we're here at the uh, Fifth Avenue Tavern. Old Fifth the Avenue. The old Fifth Avenue Tavern, thank you. Which has all the trappings the of a classic Fifth dive Avenue bar. Tavern. Total trappings. I even just took notice uh, right now on the wall, it's like a mural down there, a la yeah. Little Red Hen. Or, yeah. yeah, they have a little uh, pool table room in there, and it's a wraparound mural. Awesome. That kind of gives this place its signature look. I was talking to the owner, Tara. Props to Tara for uh, welcoming us in. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tara. And owner uh, and bartender this Owner evening. and bartender. She's been running this place for about 20 years. Not and just she said the mural was the painted, joint. I think she said 27 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's been around for a while. And then they have this really cool little display case at the front, right next to the front door, with all kinds of old uh, Seattle Rainier baseball memorabilia like as well as a bunch tiny, of old Rainier beer stuff. Like a tiny little miniature yeah, like a little beer museum. Yeah, yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Pike Market, but well, yeah, tiny. Like yeah, Pike, like Pike Brewery, but like yeah. one Pike one millionth Brewery, yeah. of scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, this place has been around for a while. Um, it, What's the number? It, what, it first opened as Stewart's Tavern sometime in 1935-ish. So it's another one oh. of those uh, post-prohibition taverns nice. that opened in the, the early to mid-30s. And like many other taverns from that period, it is, uh, was busted for illegal slot machines in 1936. Like any good bar was. Like any good bar was. How do you hide a slot bar. machine? I don't think they were hiding it too well. I think that's why they maybe got caught. Thus the busting. <laughs> yeah. Giant wall of slot machines. Don't look over there, <laughs> officer. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of bars like that. It became the Fifth Avenue Tavern sometime in the mid-1940s. And uh, again, like any other tavern of its time, it was part of a big punchboard sweep in 1948. The Seattle police were going through and they did like basically a, a one-day raid and they just busted a bunch of places. Including the Blue Moon and the Duchess. I was going to say, rated. Duchess was yeah. a yeah, I think one. we talked about Caught that. Caught up in the Dragnet. Yeah. Dragnet. Yeah. Dragnet. And this was one of the bars that they also swept up in the punch boards. So, and it's funny because they have... Uh, tabs? They got some pull tabs over there. Quite a few. Yeah. Yep. The gambling tradition has never died here. Yeah, it's never died machines, here exactly. Then it was pinball, then it was punch boards, now it's pull tabs. Now it's we pull just changed exactly. flavors. Yeah. <laughs> In 1994, so we got a crime story here. A short-statured bandit that became known as the Short Bandit. He was approximately five foot six. He held up a string of taverns, including the Fifth Avenue Tavern. Say his name again. I'm sorry. Uh, well, Bob's they called them cash at me. I'm getting distracted. They called him the Short Bandit. That was like the nickname they gave him. You know, Clever. any good bandit hey, 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 always hey, hey, gets hey. a nickname. Vertically challenged. Yeah. yeah. Well, they weren't as politically. They weren't as PC back in the '90s. So they called him the Short Bandit. The Midget Bandit. Uh, but yeah, he held up a string of, of taverns, including this tavern, the Little Red Hen. Uh, uh, Tavern on Green Lake and the Tin Hat Tavern in Ballard. Apparently, his MO is he'd walk into a tavern wearing a red double face mask, holding a revolver, and demand everything in the cash register. He would then take the money and flee and drive away in a compact car. Again, kind of adding to his short bandit's mm-hmm. MO, you know, mm-hmm. short stature, driving around in a compact car. With a red double, double face mask. mask and a revolver. That's a bit yeah. of a power move. If you that is me. kind of a flex, isn't it? <laughs> that is kind of a flex. Apparently he held up a bunch of other places, a couple 7-Elevens and uh, maybe like a drugstore, I believe. He actually shot and killed someone up in Everett. Oh, damn. Uh, as he was fleeing out the door of a tavern he held up, some guy was coming in at the wrong time. Saw him as he took off his face mask, and so he killed the guy. Uh, wow. Poor guy, wrong place, wrong time. So he wasn't a nice guy. I've never got caught, though. So the short bandit is still at large out there somewhere. <laughs> wow. Maybe he's listening. So what year was he running around again? This was in the 90s. This was in 1994. Oh, so he is still alive. He could still yeah. be, yeah. He could be in the bar right now. So be wary to us. of any five-foot-six man you see yeah. in the bar. That's right. The Always short bandit. Be suspect of vertically challenged people. That's right. Yeah. He yeah. probably made so much, he's already retired down in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Down in Costa Rica. Yeah. He's in Zewatanejo. Yeah. We don't have to worry about him anymore. See. But that's really about it. You know, this is one of those those taverns, and we've been to a few of them, where it doesn't have, like, a really lengthy history. It's basically just kind of an unassuming neighborhood tavern that, like a lot of other drinking establishments its age, has had its share of robberies, gambling bust, 
and has served countless drinks to nearby patrons for almost 90 years. It's a very no-frills, humble bar uh, with the usual assortment of beer signs, pull tabs, and a standard-issue pool table. Like we talked about, it has that really cool mural in the back. Yeah, you know, e even without like s some melodramatic history that we get into with all sorts of crazy like robberies and debaucheries and stuff like that, y you're absolutely right, Brad. It's got the common themes that we all know and love with these dive bars. It's like, it doesn't matter how many times it's been robbed or busted or raided or whatever, it's got the trappings, it's got the stuff that we know and love and the reason yeah. why we're here. Yeah, I mean, I would say this is just kind of like a quintessential dive bar. This kinda, is the epitome of what it, it a small reminds, little dive bar is, it right? It reminds me of the Pogies, but a, a mini version almost. The long bar. Yeah. You got, the nice, yeah. you got the nice wall with pull tabs. Not nearly as many, but there's pull tabs up there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good point. It's, it's almost like a, the European-style old-school bar. Long and narrow. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like a little hallway, like a pub. Yeah. But it, it's also, you know, you, you're right that there's a really cool kind of dive bar vibe going on, especially with the murals and everything, but there's also kind of a kind of a really homey, like, neighborhood bar Very kind much of so. feel to it, right? Yeah, yeah I, I don't think anyone's driving to get here. No, this they're is all walking. you're walking home from, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've been here for about the last half hour, and I've been watching people straggle in, and every time someone walks in... Uh, the head's turn. Head's turning, like, oh, hey, yeah. Bob, how's it going? So it's definitely one of those bars where they all know each other. It's it's all the regulars it's here for their nightly drinks. Hangout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the best way possible. Yeah. And what's really cool is, like, uh, it's a Thursday night, so it's not Friday or Saturday, but I'd say the bar has... 13 seats on it, and 12 of them are taken. 95% capacity. Yeah. Something tells me this is Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, yeah, Sunday. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a small, cozy joint. They yeah. did some COVID upgrades. There's three booths on the side, and they've got the plexiglass. Uh, nice, yeah, the plexiglass. That'll, that'll stop the spread of COVID. You know, Do you think they put life. that up for a COVID? Or is I'm that sure they in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah for sure. But still around. Let's, let's the 12 people sitting shoulder to shoulder at the bar, they're on their own. But yeah. <laughs> if you're worried about it, you can get well, your mask yeah, on. Six you can come months sit ago, over here. there were plexiglass uh, panels between everybody at the bar. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll duct tape holding them up. <laughs> well, Lou, where are we? We're in Maple Leaf, but what exactly goes on in Maple Leaf? Ma you did, we did say, right, this is the first Maple Leaf dive bar. Yeah. This right? is Not the Maple the Leaf U, dive bar. U-ish district, U-district adjacent bar, but first, yeah, Maple Our Leaf. first foyer yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, I don't know if we want to get into where we're at just yet, or this All episode right. will be over in a hurry. Uh, well, let's go ahead you know and do what you're drinking, because there is some interesting uh, uh, things on tap, and I think Jeremy wants to talk about, so, Rue. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah, so, hit us. let's kick off with what you're drinking. We can do kind of the standard round table like we always do, but there's some, there's some pretty cool shit over at the bar that we need to talk about. So, I'll, we'll, I'll kick it off here. What you're drinking? I am drinking a hazy IPA by Old School House Brewery in the Metow Valley over in um, Winthrop, Winthrop, Washington. If you've ever been there, beautiful, cute little mountain town, awesome brewery there, highly recommended. But You've been there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A nice. number of times. Beautiful, like beautiful town. It's like OMAC, right? It's kind of up there? Um, over by uh, Lake Wenatchee. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You go over to Leavenworth, keep going a little bit further, over in Lake Wenatchee, then do a U-turn, then get lost and go up in the Metow Valley, and it's 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 beautiful up there, for sure. And the reason I call that out is a, a awesome brewery and great beer, but not a lot of that type of obscure micro mid 
mid-Washington brews on tap at the dive bar. So very, very cool to see that. Um, delicious beer. Hazy IPAs, all the rage right now. Yep. Schoolhouse does a really good one. How about you, Lou? What you drinking? Um, I think I might be drinking the same thing. because um, I don't know. Yours doesn't look quite as hazy as mine. I'm seeing a... Seen a little bit of crystalness. I when I yeah. asked her what was on tap, there's a there's a tap handle that's got a really cool skull on it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, give me the skull, and she's like, oh, that's Modelo. I was like, oh, no school, <laughs> no school. <laughs> so, uh, second choice, second choice, second choice. Something more high octane. She's like, well, we got two IPAs, one hazy, one not. Which one do you want? I said hazy. Mm, interesting. But let's. Uh, I don't know. Yours is a little less hazy. Is it? Is that we, maybe just backwash? I'd say so. I don't know. Here, no, take, a, take a sip. Tell me if that's a... I, mm, okay, hold on. If that's the same thing you're drinking. That is different. Oh. That is different. Yep. Uh, should I go full Karen and be like, ma'am, I asked for the hazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> you know, I think we might I need to circle back. We might need to circle back and, and come back to that in part two after we get, after we get another round. Yeah. What nice. you drinking, Brent? No, wait, wait, wait. Before you answer, I can tell you right now, it's not the Schoolhouse Hazy IPA, so you better not say that. It is not. Nor okay, the good. Mystery IPA. Okay, good. It's not even good. IPA. No, and uh, you know they have all kinds of cool Rainier beer memorabilia on the walls, signs. They got the display case. So in honor of that, I'm drinking a Rain Dog. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. What'd you call it? A Rain Dog. Vitamin R. Vitamin R, that's right. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Rain Dog. Really? That's another Rain Dog. Rain Dog? Rain, rain dog? No. That is, You're a that Seattle license is being revoked. I know. Yeah. Just made Go it back up right to Nevada. Now. <laughs> yeah. Trademark registered. That's yeah. right. And uh, on behalf of the table, Bob, I apologize. You do not have a drink in your hand. That no, but you know, Jeremy, no. if I did, and I took a gander at the tap list, yeah. I would probably go something a little more on the sour end. Yeah, good segue. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that is an interesting point. Yes, yes, and we talk, so taps galore at the re, at the at the dive bar here. Not the most tap handles we've seen. That's might be reserved for some of the other joints, right? But a good selection of taps on. But some very cool things on tap that we're talking about. One, the handles, the tap handles, right? Yeah. So we got the, the tent. There's uh, you know we got a Manny's. I can see a Manny's. We got a Coors Light. Okay, cool. We got the Rainier with the little. Classic R, a nice tap handle. But we've also got a, a bunch of tap handles that are, are uh, on purposely obscured, right? So we got a skull, like you mentioned, Lou. Right. God knows what the hell that is. Is that a Modelo? You said it's a, a Modelo, right? Yeah, yeah. I can almost guarantee you that's not a standard Modelo tap handle. <laughs> I almost guarantee it. Yeah. Like, somebody found that. It's like, this is cool as fuck. I'm going to stick it over here. I'm like, what are we pouring out? Modelo? Okay, whatever. Right next to that, or actually two ha- tap handles down, is a big black stick with no writing on it whatsoever. Like, what beer do you think that is? It's the mystery beer. It is the mystery beer. Well, is that the one that's the... Uh, the I, I think it's the, the sour. Old, I think it's the old school house hazy IPA. But again, not a standard tap handle, tap handle yeah. from old... Wh- yeah. Which makes sense. Old Schoolhouse, um, this is very, very small brewery. They probably don't have tons of tap handles that they're handing out to every goddamn bar who asks for I think for that's it, the right? one you have to sign the waiver for. I believe that's <laughs> yeah. the one. Black Handle Beer. Black. Sign here for Black Handle Beer. That's right. But in between those beers is something we haven't tried yet, and I'm tempted, maybe for round two, is a sour, right? 
a, 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 not a Saison, but a true sour, which is interesting. This is the first dive beer we've been to that actually had a sour on tap. Well, and we've commented on the fact that we've never seen a sour before. Yeah, right. all this, so this is yeah, kind of like right. spotting so, a unicorn. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I've got to tell you, I'm pretty excited. And uh, at this place, of all places, exactly. to have this exactly. of all kind places. of gourmet beer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of like snooty upscale bars you can go to. And oh, we have five sours and saisons and farmhouses, blah blah blah, and you know, all the good kind of shitty, snooty shit on on tap that you expect in the Seattle area, but not in a dive bar. So, yeah. but it, it it does kind of tell you something, right? Like sours are pretty popular right now. They're pretty pretty hot. You're seeing them more and more in restaurants and bars. The fact that they're filtering and infiltrating us our our favorite dive bars that, that tells you something. Yeah, but well, I'd, I'd say it kind of goes along hand in hand with dive bar culture because they're kind of low alcohol session beers. Session you can style sit and beer, have, have a yeah, few. Yeah, yeah. You know? But it definitely is kind of an acquired taste too, right? It is. Like your typical bar fly is not going to be like, mmm, sour, delicious. <laughs> no, I admit I'm no, not they, a fan of the sours. Yeah, I they're going to take one sip and be beer. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah it's a beer festival beer. I need four yeah. ounces. Now I'm yeah. good. Now yeah. I'm good. Well, so, so it's a little bit, a little risky for a dive bar to so be you're, putting that on tap. You're the beer expert. What is a sour? How would you define a sour? How are they yeah, made? That's a good question. You know. Well, um, this might come as a, an absolute surprise to everybody, but it's, the reason it's called a sour is because... It's sour? It's kind of sour, yeah. And it has to do with the way this is fermented, right? So there's different types of yeast that we use. There's like ale yeast and lager yeast, and it has to do with the way that the yeast you know, does its thing and eating the sugars and crapping out the alcohol and all this kind of fun stuff. There are sour-style yeasts. They're typically an ale-style yeast, top-fermented, top fermented, but the way that they produce the alcohol after they're crunching all the carbs and the sugars is they put out a lot of acids along with it. They give it that sour kind oh, of okay. Okay. What, they, what they used to call a kettle-style beer, right? That sour whatever. And the kind of cool thing about sours, though, is there's lots of different variety for sours. It used to be like sour, like, oh, my God, this is sour. Is so, would, whatever. for example, like a gauze or goes, would exactly. that be a lot? European, ex- great, great segue. So, European-style gauze or gosse, or depending on how that fucking pronounce it, yeah. right? Those style of beers came over from Europe, uh, and Belgium was really popular with those style of beers. And they happened, you know, historically, they happened by accident, right? Beers were fermented and they were delicious and they sat in some cellar somewhere and a couple of months later somebody's like, oh my god, it's this, this turned sour. It tastes like shit. <laughs> somebody else was like, wait, Makes yeah, feel this is actually some, delicious. <laughs> there's got to be some yuppies we can sell this to. Tell them it's <laughs> slap a label on it. Market the fuck out of it. That's right. So it, it's almost accidental uh, and, and you know, that, but that was like way back in like the 1300s or some crap like that. And it migrated its way over to the U.S. like a lot of European style beers over into the microbreweries. Now we've got the gosses, we've got like the, the sours, got, started off with a lot of the farm style ales, which we've had before in the dive bars. A lot of those are kind of sours or uh, those air fermented and they get a little bit of a sour funkiness to it. So More like a Saison or Saison kind exactly. of tangentially yeah. related. Yep, exactly. Yeah. There's a like, lot of like sour adjacent styles for sure. Yeah, well, but very popular right now. I thought that they got the sour by just throwing a bunch of trolley sour gummy worms in the beer and letting it soak them up for a couple days. You saw sometimes. that on TikTok. Yeah, sometimes they do that. Yeah. Those, those are delicious. You've no, been no. drinking the wrong beers, Lou. <laughs> the fruit punch sour? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sour yeah. Patch Kids. Just throw a <laughs> box in your beer. Boom. 
off to the races. Hey now. So I think I think one of us, maybe myself, got to do that sour for uh, round two, and then we'll talk about it. Or why don't we uh, sacrifice Mr. Uh, Logan to it? We got to tell everybody we have a very special guest, special guest here. That's right. This week. Uh, son of Jay Dizzle. That's right. My son, Logan, is joining with us here for the first time on the podcast. Welcome, Logan. Hello, hello. All right, so... Jay Dizzle Jr. Not only is this my son, but it, there's a, it's some, some fun stuff to bring into the podcast here. Logan is freshly, freshly turns 21. Nice. Yes, yeah. I have. What, uh... Brand new. What Brand month new. is your birthday? What month? Yeah. January. Oh, and we are here in February, yeah. so just a couple of weeks after twenty fourth birthday. What's the month? So uh, again, this might be shocking to all of our listeners, everybody here at the table. This is not Logan's first time at a bar. He actually has been to a bar prior to turning twenty one. Hello, I hope the police listening. Hello, <laughs> right. not affiliated with the podcast. Statute of limitations already up on that. Now I now I can't run for president. That's right. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you're airing all his dirty laundry, Political man. Political career is ruined. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Bill Clinton smoked weed, but didn't inhale. Allegedly. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Logan went to a bar but didn't drink. Is that, isn't that right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. I did. Okay. Went to a, never drank. Never, never drank. Just went to a bar. Was actually dragged to a bar against his will and did not drink. Well, what are you not drinking tonight, Logan? Well, I can drink now. So I'm legally. 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 can drink now. I'm drinking the same thing that my dad is. That's right. Old school house hazy IPA because like, it's delicious. Like father, like son. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching him the, the skills and ways of the, the way. micros. All right. So you want to go for uh, round two, and then we'll come back, yeah, let's and do uh, it. Luke can tell us where we at. Yeah, we'll tell you all about the grand history of the Maple Leaf <laughs> neighborhood. I mean, we oh. might have to do a separate. Should pod the listeners on this? Uh, buckle yeah. their seatbelts? Yeah, or we might have to do a separate a pod. It's a two-parter. Okay. It's episode of Maple and an episode of Leaf. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. All right. So if we're going to take a break, let's ask the house band Satan's Pilgrims to take us out. Okay. Well, we are back for round two. That's right, the aforementioned sour. Yes. We got a couple of those sitting at our table. Is that well, what you got, Lou? Uh, no, I got the beer that was supposed to be Old the beer I ordered the first round. Mm-hmm. Hazy Which IPA. is what? Remind, refresh my memory. The Hazy. You got yeah, the Hazy. Old School House, Hazy IPA. Yeah, take it old School House. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, I'm staring at, a, that's a, good at a basket full of open pull tabs and Losers. yet I don't Losing see tickets. any of them with some sort of winning indication on them whatsoever. Yeah, this is kind of a big moment for us. Whenever there are pull tabs, we like to uh, <laughs> test Lady Luck. And we always hit. This is the first time hit. we haven't. This is the first time we yeah. have not walked out of here with thousands Fuck of dollars in place, cash. Man. No. So. no. It's because I'm here. Yeah, Aww. Oh, did you jinx us? It's yeah, a learning I, I, experience I, I, for yeah, us. Too, too young. Too, too young. Too young to be gambling. Too young. Yeah, to, too yeah young some backstory. Uh, Logan went down to Vegas uh, when he I turned did. 21 and cleaned fucking house. So. That's right. That's right. Clean house. Uh, tell tell yeah. us how much you won. Won in Vegas. I won, I won $200. Yeah. Damn straight. Yeah, first, first time gambling, first time winning. Let's go. First time, first time well, owning Vegas. That's yeah. right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Got the room comped. Got some. Uh, <laughs> 
Did you get a tear in your eye when he nailed that jackpot? That's my son. Jim off the old block. They're like, comp comp that guy's room. Get him some free drinks. We're going to get that 200 bucks back before he leaves town. In one effing day in Vegas, Logan won more than I ever did in Vegas. So, you know, I... (laughs) But I think um, Too Young for Pull Tabs is... The, the name of my next rock uh, song. So I like it. Yeah, it's catchy. The band. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. Right on. Yeah, for sure. So you, we talked about um, Spears on Tap here at the old Fifth Avenue Tavern and the cool tap handles that they have, some of which are clearly not the right one for the beer and just a makeshift, like, uh, do whatever you need to do to get her done tap handles, which I absolutely appreciate. But also the fact that there is a, say, a sour on tap. First dive bar we've been to with sour on tap. Also, first dive bar, as far as I remember, with a varietal brewery on tap. Varietal yeah. out of the Yakima Valley. Great, I think you're right. Great, very small brewery out of Yakima. Yeah. First place that I think we've seen a, that micro on tap. Awesome. And uh, my son, Logan, here, this is his first sour. So uh, what do you think of the varietal TPK sour on tap here at Fifth Avenue? <laughs> Hello. I actually, I actually. <laughs> I just took a sip of Jeremy's beer. doesn't like it. I, I actually think it's pretty good. I wouldn't, I think it's like the perfect amount of sour. I wouldn't, I think it's like, it got, it's got the kick. Brad doesn't like it either. No, no, I'm not a fan of sours, <laughs> no. and this just affirms like that. Uh huh, uh huh. So it's it's equivalent to a pumpkin beer for you, you two mofos. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. not quite as bad as a pumpkin beer, but you know, it's it's in the same ballpark. Logan, it's obvious you have a refined palate, such mm-hmm. as your father. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Like father, like son. Yeah. yeah. I I agree with my son here. I think it is delicious. Okay. It is the perfect balance of sours. Some sours yeah. are like are really ridiculously sour, and you're like, oh, shit, this is clearly an acquired taste. I don't know if I like it or not or whatever. You're like, whoa, shit, right? But this is a very, very balanced for a sour. I think it's very delicious. I thought it was funny that you said it's a perfect balance of sour. How many fucking sours have you had Zero. in your entire life? Yeah. Zero. Yeah, Zero. yeah. I mean, perfectly I've, balanced. I've, I've eaten plenty of sour things before. Okay, compared to a Sour Patch Kid, this is well balanced. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's one of true. Excellent, yes, I, I would agree. I would c- c- completely agree. Well, I think it's delicious. Here's a question, so... A, a test of a, if it's really a good beer or not, would you buy a six-pack of it? No, well, this I would. drink all at one night, but... This I would. You would? Yeah, okay. For sure. All right. And I'd, even buy, I'd even buy a tall boy of it. Yep. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Quite the endorsement. Yeah, the sour thing is my earlier theory that they throw a bunch of Sour Patch Kids in there. You can kind of taste... You're still stuck on that. A little sure. bit. Sure. What well, has that... That citric acidy kind of yeah taste to it. That's it. But you know, I think you're you're right in the fact that and, you know Logan, you mentioned it's balanced, and Lou, you mentioned it's kind of like a sour patch. There is a good sour has a little bit of sweetness in it to cut through that sour and, and give it that balanced flavor profile. I think. Yeah. Right. Some so people are like, oh fuck it, I want all sour. It is I'm all the in. sour dust at the bottom of the trolley bag, and you just uh, pour it in the beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Come over to my house, listeners. I'll make you a sour like you've never had. <laughs> they take Rainier, dump the Sour Patch Kids powder into it, and yeah. call it a sour. Now, here yeah. we go. Since we're here, we're in a bar. Whiskey sour. Would you guys ever order a whiskey sour? No, I do like a whiskey sour. Okay. Oh, so, hell yeah. All right. Oddly yeah. enough. I was just you know, curious how... Interesting that you bring that up, Bob, because one of the things that the old Fifth Avenue Tavern is known for is their very good mixed drinks. Hmm. 
which we don't really talk about a lot. I mean, we talk, we mentioned a couple of times yeah. here more of a tr- on the podcast. Yeah. But they I'd have like a craft cocktail menu here, or are we talking just like bean no, and coke? No, this is old school. It's yeah. like it's like they, they, I mean, they, they do have a full bar, and they've got you know a good good selection of bottles behind the bar, but it's fair, fairly small, not a huge selection. It's not like they have like a massive top shelf with all those snooty bottles and expensive liquor, no, liquor shit in the standard, top. Like make pretty standard fare. Now I wonder when this Fifth Avenue Tavern was converted to. The full okay. service yeah, liquor bar. That's yeah, right. Well. No, that's a good question. Yeah. And to your, to, you know, you, Brad, you've told us before. Like historically, a tavern is beer and wine only kind of joint. Yeah. But you know, the, it's gone the way of history. This has a this full bar. Thank God. Yeah. And then you but basically get grandfathered in. If you were a tavern before you got the license, and you get yeah. the license, the name stays. The name sticks. It, yeah. yeah. That's just this, this really feels like the kind of place you get a you get a classic trick. You come here and you get like a martini or a highball, whiskey sour, highball. Exactly. An old fashioned. Yeah. Old fashioned. Yeah. 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 You're not gonna Manhattan. You're not gonna go get some sort of like an audio slushy M- drink like with like. Well, a sparkler put in top, and uh, they do serve food here proudly. The sign says Taco Tuesdays right. I saw that are yeah, I guess Taco Tuesdays are, are well known. Shout out to Taco yeah. Tuesdays, fifty cent tacos. I don't know if they're still fifty cent, but uh, I think the price has gone up a little, but they're still very uh, economical. Fifty cent comes and has tacos, and fifty yeah. cent yeah. comes up here and That's has right. tacos on Tuesday. And supposedly they're quite delicious. I saw some reviews, and a lot of people love to come here for Taco Tuesday night. That's what I understand. And she's serving them up, making them behind the bar for you, like making your drinks. So, kind of yeah. reminds me of Alki Tavern. They used to have Wimpy Burger Tuesdays for a buck. Mm. You go there, the guy in the mm-hmm. back, give him a couple bucks, he gives you a couple burgers, you dress them yourself. It was great. Very nice. It's the only thing better than good dive bar, good dive bar with some tacos. Yes. That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's my, it, might, it also might be one of those bars, we should say, the owner-operator is doing the whole room by herself. Oh, yeah. This so is a one-man operation. It's a one-woman yeah, show. Yeah, it's pretty busy in here. If you say, so, I want you know, the yeah. beef tenderloin t- salad, it's going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> Can you wait till the crowd dies down? <laughs> to go back and shave the hog? Yeah. Pour out on that order? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says right on the menu... Allow for extra time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lou, I am dying. You, we mentioned this is a Maple Leaf li- neighborhood. First dive bar in the Maple Leaf. Uh, we've done the broader area. We're kind of adjacent over to U District. But yeah. I'm really curious to tell us about where we're at, man. Uh, I don't know if we got time. What time is it? Because I don't know when you guys got to be home. We oh, can talk shit, about yeah, Maple Leaf all night. Oh, uh, Lou, the suspense is killing me. What's all going right, on, Maple Leaf. That's where we're at. It's another tweener neighborhood, little residential. Yeah. What do you mean tweener? Tweener. It's mostly tweener? residential, a little bit of commercial. So for most people, this is a neighborhood you cut through to get to somewhere else. Oh. It's a tweener neighborhood. You're heading to Green Lake. You're heading to wherever. Yeah, you're heading to Green Lake. You're heading to Lake City. You're heading to Northgate. You're heading to the U District. Like Long Island. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In fact, this... Or New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> this road we are on... Fifth Avenue is actually one of the best uh, shortcuts in town, and it's one of my secret shortcuts. And for our listener, you might not know this, but I own the road. Did you know this, Brad? I did not know. You own the road, huh? I own the road. Okay. Exactly. Um, uh, which I think is, you said that in episode 37, so everybody should know that. I yeah. think they should. I'm the street rat, which is to say that while everybody else is stuck in traffic and waiting at street lights and honking at each other, I'm just 
cruising through town, breezing along. I'll get you a parking spot at Seattle Center when get bumper shoots F going on. Out of my way. That's right. So when you hit the pickup truck, that's what that's going to be your line. I own this road. <laughs> when the big guy comes you out, you didn't know you're talking to <laughs> sweet loop dim lights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As he bounces your head off the uh, <laughs> the windshield. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> that's right. I got my secret parking spot at uh, Pike Market, Bob. That's right. It's always nice. waiting for me. Nice. VIP. I tell you it's about that one. People. Good to know people. But it's not. It's that kind of party. And I like to keep my shortcuts to myself, but I let one slip last week. Oh. The closest place to find reliable street parking shh, shh, if you're going to a Huskies game. Don't drop it on the, don't drop it on the podcast, All right. man. I'm going to give you another tip this week. Uh, if I'm going to Northgate from the west side of Seattle, I don't slug it out on I-5. I sneak around Green Lake. I get on fifth. Yeah. Rookie move. Boom. Yeah. Rookie move. North Lake or North Northgate takes just as much time, and it's a cool ride. You're going along the lake. You're going up fifth. It's scenic. Yeah, it's scenic. Exactly. Um, I used to do the reverse commute where I I worked in Mount Lake Terrace, and so I was coming down to Seattle at five o'clock. So it's a reverse commute, which isn't as bad as everyone slugging it out coming north. But still, you always get that. A lot of times you get a backup at Northgate, and sometimes it goes all the way up to 145th. So I get off at 145th, cross the freeway, boom, Fifth Avenue all the way down to Green Lake, snake it to Wallingford. Now the day after this episode drops, Fifth Avenue is going to be clogged with oh, traffic. Oh, yeah. You, you, you fucking right. ruined it. Ruined it. Who's this slug asshole? God That's right. Let, let me give you an example. One night, it used to be strategic. Now it's just like fucking right common knowledge. <laughs> Right after the Seahawks won their Super Bowl and Seahawks fever was in full blast, yes. they had a Monday night football game in town. And leaving from work that night, it was a fucking nightmare. So I got off. Don't say. Next day at work, co-workers like, oh, God, it took me over an hour to get to Green Lake. What us two thumbs and got home in a half hour? This fucking <laughs> We don't <laughs> Well, you own the road, so I it, do it, own it does the road. make sense. And I... Uh, it's it's not such a giant secret I'm giving out right now because the the light rail construction has screwed some of that up. Yeah, everybody knows you just take the light rail. Want to get there quick? Just take the light rail. Life hack. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, aside from my road uh, owning skills, what else is there to say about Maple Leaf? Aside from lose low road rage, <laughs> what is right. there to say about? What is there to say other than it's between Northgate and Lake City and I-5 and Roosevelt? Not much, it turns out. That's Our listener is going to be Googling maps and stuff, going, what, where the hell is he talking about? Wait, North, North Lake, Sweet Glen, whatever? So, yeah, why they called it Maple Leaf? Some say it's because there were maple trees that kind of grew in this area. Uh, yeah. I thought it was for the other syrup plant they have here. No. There was no such thing, no. but I like... You just made that shit this. up. No, no. But that some say that it was called that because in 1894, it was considered so far north of downtown that it was closer to Canada. Oh. <laughs> Allah. Okay. They didn't have a good sense that of... That is dumb. They didn't have a good sense of distance <laughs> back Everything then. Everything was in perspective. It's like, it's yeah. three hours by horse and six <laughs> hours if there's a Seahawks game. <laughs> so we're all the way in the Great White North. <laughs> they had no clue. Uh, prior to 1954, the city only went up to 85th, but after that, uh, Maple Leaf annexed, and it went up to 145th. So 1854 is when Maple Leaf joined the party. As far as cool stuff 
here. You got the old Fifth Avenue Tavern. Huh. You got the Kona Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, right next door. Next door. Yeah, right next door, yeah. Great Hawaiian restaurant. We're going after there, after the show. Might be going over there. Feel free to join us. Get some. Yeah. Get, some, get a poo-poo platter. Get some barbecue. Get some Watch macaroni salad. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Another favorite, our favorite Chinese joint that's not in the ID is two oh, blocks from yeah. here, Snappy Dragon. That's right. Oh, Snappy Dragon. A Seattle Institute. Oh, excuse me. A Maple Leaf Institution. A uh, Maple yeah. Leaf Institution. I've never been. Yeah. Oh, they're noodles. It's all about the noodles. Oh, yeah, there. the homemade noodles. The homemade noodles. I think they, they never uh, insti- reinstituted the dining room. It's just takeout now after COVID. They oh, really? realized we can still make yeah. as much money okay. and not have to run a dining room. So if, you, if you're ordering there, Friday or Saturday, it's an hour, hour and a half for takeout. So it's that kind of party. It also has one of the coolest parks in town, the Maple Leaf Reservoir Park. Mm-hmm. Is that the one you encountered? The Oh, yeah, that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah. yeah. That crazy Another lady. episode. Yeah. That's right. They got a water tower there. It's got a great playground, uh, good views. It's Whenever you huge. go to a party and encounter crazy cat ladies, you know it's a good park. That's right. That's right. I used to come up to this park and fly my drone until said crazy lady came flying over and had a full-on bipolar meltdown on me. She thought I was like a Russian spy or a terrorist flying yeah, my drone. It was your uh, Karen moment. Been. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's still to be determined. I... Yeah. She kept screaming that she lived right over there and had children, and her children weren't safe as long as I was flying my drone. It was like, <laughs> well, she does make a good point. Yeah, I a good mean, point. you know, yeah, yeah. can't argue with yeah. that. Children aren't safe around the well, guy once. Somebody, yeah. please think of the children. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so yeah, what about you, fellas? What's your uh, when do you, why do you come to Maple Leaf? Well. Snappy Dragon for sure. I mean, okay. one of the That's one of the reason to, first honestly. restaurants I went to when I moved to Seattle was by recommendation of some locals. Like, oh, you want some Chinese? Get, get Chinese? We go to Snappy Dragon. Yeah. So that, that great, great memories of. Unfortunately, the dining room, which it sounds like is now closed, but lots and lots of fun. So for sure. And uh, right across the street from Snappy Dragon. Tell us. Uh, uh, Ace Hardware? Absolutely, which is <laughs> a, a pretty, I mean, it, it sounds kind of boring, but it's actually a pretty damn cool hardware store. Oh, really? I've and, never and been in. I like Ace, yeah. It's a I great just hardware there store, when I'm my and it's been there forever. J-Dog, Ace is the place. Damn Deep. straight. Yes. Yeah, that's just, and it, it's been there since like the 20s or something. It's been there a long damn time, yeah. a hardware store. It wasn't always an Ace, but it was like a old school hardware store for many, many years and, and then got converted to an Ace or whatever. It's pretty pretty cool, kind of a, a, another Seattle institution. That's right. Right next to Snappy is also the uh, Reservoir Bar and Grill. That's right. Which the we Rez. Will, we will the Rez. We will definitely be hitting in a future episode, no doubt. Yeah, Great Which I, I have Great been bar. to once or twice. Uh, yeah. More familiar with that than this joint. So. Okay. Yeah. Is it more of a grill or more of a bar? It might be more of a get your ass kicked type bar. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Which means we're so definitely doing an episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're nice. definitely yeah. going there. Yeah, nice. for sure. Yeah, for Lou's sure. gonna bust through the doors. I own this road out here. Yeah, that's right. I brought my <laughs> drone. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Putin's here to play. <laughs> A <laughs> couple blocks up, Maple Leaf Bar and Grill, which is not a dive bar, but an awesome little uh, pub and restaurant. Never been there. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Right. And if you Lots need some good. gas, there's a Lots Chevron of... across the street. Oh, thank God. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. Lots of good. Uh, let's, so, so to recap, we have good restaurants, good bars, good hardware stores, and good gas stations. That's a great yeah, neighborhood. What more can you ask yeah, for? What more could you possibly ask for? That's right. The schools, eh, but that's okay. 
And you don't even have to make it plural because I think we literally just listed every commercial business in Maple Leaf. Yeah, I think you're right. The hardware store, the restaurant, the bar. I think we covered it all. And the water tower. (laughs) There may or may not be a school and or a church in the neighborhood. We're not sure. There you go. We'll we'll find out later. There you go. Well, I'm getting hungry. I think we're going to go next door and grab some food at the Kona Kitchen. So what do you guys say we knock this one on the head? I would say... First of all, shout out to Tara for yeah, hosting exactly. us. Definitely a big shout out to Tara. She yeah. is a one-woman show back there. She's owner, the owner, bartender. bartender. Run the whole damn yeah. thing Hold down the fort yeah, yep. with a smile on her face. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. And was very cool for letting us record here tonight. So thank you, Tara. Thanks, Logan, for joining us. Great to have you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Regular recurring guest to the show. More where that came from. Yeah. Logan Dizzle. All right. Yeah, you got to come up with a cool catchphrase. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get, get back to us. Workshop yeah. it. Yeah, workshop it. Yeah. Right there. Well, right. until next time, over and out. Thanks, right. everybody. Satan's like, Pilgrims. subscribe, and follow, and whatever the fuck you do with a TikTok. I don't know. Yes, please like, subscribe, follow. Any. You got to say smash the like button. You got to use the word smash. 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 Yeah. smash it. Hit smash. the like button. Hit it and smash it. All right. Any Bring support for the show is much appreciated. Satan's Pilgrims, take us out. Take us out.